0: Thanks for tuning in to our bi-weekly podcast of Thinking With Thetas. This is your one-stop shop for all the information needed for formal recruitment at Case Western Reserve University. On this episode, we will be discussing what this podcast is all about. I'm your host for today, Afrati Chinoy. I'm going to start with a quick introduction. So my name is Afrati Chinoy. I'm a junior at Case Western. I'm majoring in nutritional biochemistry, and I'm pre-dental. I'm involved in Theta on campus, as well as Case Western Pre-Dental Society and Case Western Marketing Club. My hometown is Troy, Michigan, and a fun fact about me is that I've been to over 30 countries, so I'm a world traveler. I'm
1: gonna hand it off next to Bailey. Hi, everyone. My name is Bailey Kaplan. I'm a junior here at Case Western, and I'm studying computer science, cognitive science, and psychology. Um, Outside of Kappa Alpha Theta on campus, I'm involved in Spartan Thon, and I'm also a tour guide, Um, and I'm from Roslyn, New York, which is on Long Island, about 30 minutes outside New York City. Um, A fun fact about me is that I've run three half marathons, so I'm super excited to have the opportunity to talk to you all, Um, and I'm going to pass it off to Victoria.
2: Hi, everyone. I'm Victoria. I'm a second year. Um, I'm currently studying double majoring in psychology and sociology on a pre-law track. A few things on campus um, outside of Theta that I'm involved in is Valianza, which is the Latinx cultural group here. Um, I'm also part of Phi Alpha Delta, which is the pre-law fraternity. Um, I'm also part of Camp Kesem, and I work and volunteer at UH. Um, um, I'm also from Gurney, Illinois, which is a suburb of Chicago. And a fun fact about me is that I'm a dual citizen of the United States and Mexico. Um, Again, I'm also super, super excited to be here today um, to talk to all of you. Um, and I'll pass it on to Marlo.
3: Hi everyone. I'm Marlo Robinson. I'm a fourth year here at CASE. Um, I got my undergrad degree in chemical biology and I'm getting my master's right now in bioethics and medical humanities. Um, outside of Theta, I'm involved in Wiser and I'm also in Spartanthon. I'm from Columbus, Ohio. And a fun fact about me is I've donated my hair five times. Um, so I'm on this podcast today because I'm a guest and I'm the chief recruitment officer of Theta. So that means I deal with all things recruitment. And so with that, we're gonna I'm gonna kick back to Offerty and she's gonna start us off. Thanks, Marlo.
0: So my first question is for Bailey, and it is what is Greek life?
1: Yeah. So when talking about Greek life on this podcast, we're gonna focus spe- specifically on social Greek life organizations. Um, and on our campus, that includes 10 sororities, which sit under the Panhellenic Council. You might hear us refer to that as Panhel, and 16 fraternities, which sit under the Interfraternity Congress, which is commonly referred to as IFC. Um, and together, these organizations make up about 34% of the undergraduate population, which is involved in Greek life. Um, these organizations are have a specific focus on four pillars of Greek life, which are scholarship, leadership, citizenship, and ritual. Um, So the scholarship pillar has a focus on creating an environment of academic growth and development within the Greek community. And the goal of the academic culture isn't as GPA focused as it is on teaching members how to apply their academic knowledge in preparation for their future goals. Um, the Leadership Pillar focuses a bit on giving Greek members a platform to incite changes they want to see in the Greek community, on campus, and then in the world. And there are a lot of leadership opportunities, both on the Panhel IFC level, as well as in Greek-specific organizations. The Citizenship Pillar takes the form often as focusing on philanthropy organizations in the Greek community. And we'll hear a bit more about some of the sorority philanthropy organizations later, but citizenship goes far beyond community service and also works on creating a culture of care within the Greek community. Um, And the final pillar is ritual. And each chapter has our own ritual, which is aimed at tying their members close to their organization's values, but it also causes members to reflect on their own personal values. And there's a lot of personal growth within that. So that's a very vague overarching um, idea of what Greek life looks like on our campus. Um, thanks, Audrey.
0: That was awesome, Bailey. That was so detailed and we are so glad you gave that response. So my next question is for Victoria. Victoria, so can you tell me who's this podcast for?
2: Yeah, of course. So this podcast is basically for um, any potential new members, um, which on here you'll hear us refer to them as PNMs. So a PNM is anyone can be anyone on campus actually as long as they don't identify as male and you also can't have had you can't have had signed um, a Marabba less than a year ago um, and basically PNMs go through this process that we call formal recruitment. Formal recruitment is a process that the overarching Panhellenic organization will organize. Um, PNMs will each meet with sororities at Case over the course of four days and they'll narrow down their selection to two sororities at the end. Um, The process occurs through a mutual selection um, process and also it's important to mention that case guarantees a bid to any PNM that fully completes the formal recruitment process.
0: That's great to know and I'm glad we got to learn what PNM really stands for and what um, formal recruitment usually looks like in a typical year. So, I also wanted to have um, Marlo talk a little bit about why we are starting this podcast.
3: Yeah, so we're kind of starting this podcast just because um, it's kind of a crazy year. Like, we're all going through this pandemic together, and we just want to be really inclusive of everyone. People aren't on campus, so you don't really get to see, like, all the philanthropy and events in the fall. Um, Chapters typically have pre-recruitment events. Those kind of have been um, virtualized, or they're just, like, not on campus. You don't get to see it. So we just kind of want to be able to show everyone a little bit more about Greek life. We know you have a ton of questions, so we kind of want to answer that. Um, And then also this year gives us like a whole new avenue. We're really emphasizing this digital connection um, between chapter members and PNM. So um, if a chapter member reaches out to you, that's just so we can kind of provide mentorship, we can answer questions about the recruitment process, and also feel free to reach out to any um, Greek member in our community because we want to answer your questions. We wanna get you guys to um, try and come out through this recruitment process. So that's kind of why we started. And yeah, back to you, Afrika.
0: Thanks, Marlo, that was great to hear. So my next question is actually for you again, Marlo. And I wanna talk about, can you go over sort of the overall stru- structure of recruitment in this upcoming cycle?
3: Yeah, so I bet there's a ton of questions on this right now. And I can answer one thing for sure. It's all going to be virtual just because everyone probably won't be on campus in the spring. And even if it is the social distancing requirements and to keep everyone safe, virtual is just like the best format that we can get to foster these connections and really get to know all the PNMs and and they can know our chapters based on values. So it's going to be virtual. Um, because of the changing schedule and who might be on campus, who might not, the J term, dates are still kind of up in the air right now. Uh, As a Recruitment Council, we're really trying to figure out when the most people can go through recruitment and how this will look for our community. So stay tuned for these dates, but we're really excited when this will be finalized for everyone.
0: Thanks, Marlo. And I know we definitely will inform our viewers about the dates when it comes out. We know the Recruitment Council is working really hard. So my next question is, what are the various sororities on Case Western Campus? And I'm going to give each of you the opportunity to talk about the different sororities and their philanthropies as sort of a fun
1: fact about each of the sororities. I can start. Um, So we're going to go through alphabetically. So the first sorority that I'm going to mention is Alpha Chi Omega, often referred to as A Chi O, so you might hear them called That, and their philanthropy is Domestic Violence Awareness, and they actually have an upcoming event on October 23rd, which will be a virtual roundtable, so definitely keep your eye out for some of their materials if you're interested in attending that. Um, Another sorority on our campus is Alpha Gamma Delta, also known as AGD or Alpha Gam, and they work with the organization Fighting Hunger. Um, and the last one that I'm going to mention is Alpha Phi, also known as A Phi, and they work with women's heart health. So I'll pass off to Victoria to discuss the next few.
2: So the next sorority is Delta Gamma, also known as DG. Um, their philanthropy focuses on the service for site at the Cleveland Site Center. Um, then we have Cap Alpha Theta, also known as Theta, which is the chapter that we are all a part of. And we work with CASA, which is court-appointed court advocates. And then we have Phi Mu, whose philanthropy is the Children's Miracle Network Hospital. Marla, I'll pass it on to you.
3: Yeah, and so our final four, First, we're starting with Phi Sigma Rho. So their national philanthropy is the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, and their local philanthropy is the Girl Scouts of Northeast Ohio. Um, next, we have Pi Beta Phi, also known as Pi Phi, and theirs is the Read, Lead, Achieve Initiative, um, and they do a lot of works for the Cleveland Book Bank. Um, next, we have Sigma Psi, and their new philanthropy this year is actually the Cleveland Metro Park, so we're really excited to see what they'll do there. And then the last one is Sigma Sigma Sigma, or Tri Sigma, and their philanthropy is March of Dimes, so I'll give it back to you, T.
0: Thanks, guys. That was so important, important for us to learn about that. And that was so informative. I really appreciate that. So my next question is, let's say I'm a PNM. What can I do to get ready for recruitment? And I think Bailey's going to answer this one. So let's hear about what we can really do to get ready for recruitment.
1: Yeah, so in this age of digital connection, um, we're relying very heavily on social media to help advertise recruitment. So I would highly recommend following at cwru.sorority.recruitment on Instagram. Um, They'll be releasing a lot of information about recruitment and from there you can follow individual chapters pages, which will be super helpful as well. Um, You can also look for the CWRU sorority recruitment page on Facebook. Um, And definitely check out the website, which is attached in the Instagram bio as well. Um, And after you sign up for recruitment, you'll be connected with a Rho Gamma, who is essentially a member who disassociates from their sorority for the semester to help you find your home. Um, So you can talk to them openly about the different chapters and they will help figure out where you feel like you would be a great fit and give you advice on going through recruitment in general. Thank you so much, Bailey. And with that, we are going to wrap things
0: up. I want to thank all our viewers for tuning in and hearing a little bit about what we're doing and why this podcast really exists. And if you want to learn more about what Greek life really is and what it has to offer you, please tune in in two weeks as we will be talking to the Panhellenic Vice President of Recruitment. So thank you, everyone. And thank you, Bailey, Victoria, and Marlo. We were so lucky to have you with us. Bye-bye.